Hello! You are listening to The Breach, a monthly podcast about theater and acting for veterans. I am your host, Ben Grimes, and this is episode number two. Let's get started, shall we? All right, so why theater for veterans, and why do I think it works? Well, I, I firmly believe in the healing power of theater. Um, I believe that theater can um, heal unseen wounds uh, and, and help make us better, uh, better citizens, better human beings. Um, I also uh, believe that veterans and service members are owed our care, and, and they deserve to have their stories told. So... Um, when we talk about um, the veteran population and we talk about um, what I call a mental health crisis and a public health crisis, uh, I'm going to use uh, my, my state as an example. Um, you know, with, in 2021, we're looking at over 20 years of sustained combat operations in multiple theaters. Um, you have soldiers such as myself that have never known a peacetime army. Uh, we grew up uh, you know, it, it, coming in the army and deploying multiple times, um, sometimes to the same country or to multiple different multiple countries, and so um, there's a there's a price that we pay as as a country for that. Um, you have service members that are coming back that uh, have have uh, seen wounds and unseen wounds, and there have been numerous studies. Um, that have shown that there is a mental health crisis in this population. Um, it's commonly known that roughly 22 veterans a day commit suicide, and that number goes up and down. It's been up to as high as 23 and low as, as 19. Um, but there has been very little to stem that tide of suicide uh, among the veteran population. And currently, there are few treatments uh, options for veterans other than your typical, um, you know, uh, medication and therapy. And with that, the the Veterans Administration, they have not been able to bring that number down. And so I think that uh, theater and drama therapy may be a way to to lessen the, the impact and, 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 and hopefully save some lives. Um, you know, and let's, let's just look at the numbers and why it matters and why it's so important. In Arkansas, the my state of Arkansas, we have, uh, according to the 2017 census, we have 227,000 veterans in the state. Now, that's larger than the population of our capital city of Little Rock. So this is a significant population in the state, and when you look at other studies, um, such as a 2016 study that estimates that as many as 20% of a veteran population uh, suffers from mental illness and substance abuse, um, that's, those, are, those are some big numbers. You know, um, that equals out, if you look at the veteran population here in my state, 45,400 individuals. Um, that are uh, daily suffering, suffering with mental illness and substance abuse. Um, and then, you know, you look at the number that's estimated that there's 
50,000 homeless veterans um, in our in our country. So it is a a compound problem and a problem for uh, for our society and frankly something that we need to fix. We have to put energy into this um, or we're just going to um, spend valuable resources and and what's even worse, um, lose, lose lives at an alarming and tragic rate. So how do I propose uh, we get after this? And why do I think that theater and acting is uh, the answer um, uh, that might make, uh, might help in the, in this, uh, in this public health crisis that we're in? Well, I think that it comes down to compassion, reflection, and ensemble. Um, there's a gentleman named Stefan Wolfert who um, is a leader and a pioneer in this field of study. Um, he is a prior service um, Army infantry officer, and he uh, got out of the service and went to acting school, and over a series of, of many years of dealing with his own issues, uh, developed a program that he calls Decruit. And he is helping veterans across the U.S. and also doing, um, doing actual scientific research on why this works. And so I'm going to borrow heavily from him. Um, I hope to have him on the show and and to be able to talk with him further. He is just a wealth of knowledge, and um, I've I've had the pleasure of sitting in his classes, and um, I, he's just he's a wonderful person. I can't say enough about him. Um, and and Stefan really talks about um, our brain and a, and a trauma brain, and uh, one of the things that uh, people with PTSD, soldiers or not. Um, one of the things that happens is our brain gets broken in this. And Stefan has done, has, in his program, has done um, research and scanned um, some of his uh, members, the people that take his class, uh, scan their brain before the class, and then at the culmination of their you know, 12 weeks of, of, uh, do, of working with Shakespeare's text is what they do. Uh, they've looked at, they've done a scan of the brain and saw that the brain has actually changed. It actually is firing in different ways. And he talks about the trauma brain is, is really a, uh, we can think of it more of, as a fight or flight brain. Um, you, it is a brain that is, is stuck in trying to survive. And so the frontal lobes are firing and uh, you're in survival mode and we're stuck in that and we can't really get out. And what happens is as he, at, the, at the culmination of his training, um, his participants come out and their brains are firing in, in the back parts of the brain and showing more uh, capacity in their brain for creativity, compassion, and the things that help make a, a more healthy brain. So I think that when we're approaching a role or we're approaching uh, a character and using text, we have to, uh, we have to come out of that fight or flight scenario. We, you can't do it 
while you're in that in that brain. Um, I think that that is one of the key things is that it allows you to kind of lulls you out of that um, survival mode. Um, and I think that's through a variety of things. Um, Stefan talks a lot about the why Shakespeare works so well, um, the rhythm and the fact that you have to use different parts of your brain in order to say that text, in order to, to comprehend and process that text, you need different parts of your brain. Um, I believe also that when you are inhabiting a character, you are forced to focus on something other than yourself, something other than your pain, something other than your trauma, your event. You have to focus on another character, and it, and it helps to, to snap you out of that moment as well. So then reflection, I think as, actor, as actors, uh, we get the wonderful opportunity to look at another, at a character, another person, going through a problem and we get to analyze that and and evaluate their their actions and compare that to our own self and how we would as as ourselves in a problem react um you know someone told me one time long ago that you don't learn from your own mistakes you learn from watching others make mistakes and I do think that that's true. I think that you learn so much more by watching a character go through a a tragic event or 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 a, or a uh, falling in love. You learn so much more by by observing that, and we get the wonderful opportunity as actors to to straddle that line um, to to be in the moment as, as an actor and living it on stage and breathing life into the character, but also as, as the creator and, and the actor, you get to, to, to watch and you get to observe the character go through those things. So I think that reflection does a wonderful job of, again, snapping you out of that, that trauma brain and creating pathways for compassion and empathy. And then finally, ensemble. Ensemble is just is just huge. Uh, if, if you've been in the military, um, or if you've even read about the military, you have undoubtedly heard that, you know, soldiers don't fight for idealist, idealistic reasons like patriotism and out of you know, some uh, belief that's greater than them. What it comes down to in every foxhole from the beginning of time, soldiers fight for the person to the left and the right of them. That battle buddy that is in that foxhole with them, those are the people that they fight for. And those are the people, those are the deepest connections that you can have. And I, the closest thing that I have seen to that is the connection that you have with your fellow actors on stage. There's something very, very special about two actors on a stage opening up, trusting each other, and letting it rip, um, and just giving back and forth. Um, it's a very naked and, and, and trusting 
practice. And I, like I said, that's the closest thing that I can see to the bond that you have, um, that you share with someone uh, that you go through hardships such as military service and deployment and, and combat and things like that. Um, there is a shared hardship and a shared understanding uh, that you that you experience that is that is bone deep. And so I believe that um, being in a room with other other service members, other actors, and sharing and opening up, and and doing the hard work creates a a safe and welcoming place where we can start to heal well i think that will pretty much do it for episode number two thank you so much for tuning in and for your support Uh, please remember to uh, like and share this uh, episode. And if you have not subscribed, please do. And please leave a review. It helps us to get the word out and share our content with others. If you would like to contact us, uh, please feel free to visit us at thebreach.net slash contact. You can also email at thebreachtheater at gmail.com. And that's theater spelled R-E. Um, And also you can find us on Instagram at the.breach and also on Facebook at The Breach. Thank you so much. Be safe. Be well. Bye-bye.